to the True Wealth Financial Show, a show dedicated to providing you the information and inspiration to navigate financial decisions, intentionally build wealth, and retire with confidence. And now, here's your host, Mike Potter. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the True Wealth Show. As always, I'm glad you're here. Thanks so much for joining in today. Over the last couple episodes, we've been talking about money mindset. We talked about why it's important. We talked about the belief cycle, how beliefs drive actions, which drive outcomes, which provide evidence, and how all change needs to start with beliefs. We talked about identity and money scripts. We talked about how money is a medium of exchange and how it's a tool to be used. Today, I want to continue to help give you some perspectives regarding money mindset that might be beneficial. And so today, I want to talk about stewardship, what it is and why it might be important to you. Now, stewardship today really is more of a Christian word, but it stems from an occupation really long, long time ago. So in the Bible, you can read about how Abraham had a steward. Joseph was a steward of first Potiphar's house and then eventually really Pharaoh. And that kind of title lasted really until about the 1700s in England or so, but today it's, it's not so common. In older times, a steward was a person who was responsible for the management of someone else and their possessions or their household. We still see it somewhat degree. If you ever go cruising on a cruise line, you'll see it there as a as a steward who takes care of the guests and the crew and their baggage and things like that. You might also hear the refer today as maybe a home manager. So some people have home managers that manage the household, make decisions, execute decisions, take care of things. The reality is that when it comes to money, most people know what they need to do. They know what they need to do with money. It's just the execution part that's hard which is why we've been talking about beliefs. And I know that to be true because if I brought you someone today and I sat down with you and we looked at their finances, you would probably be able to tell them some things that they could do. They could spend less, they could make more, they could get out of debt, they could save, they can insure themselves properly. Everybody knows they need a will and a estate plan. It's not hard to look at someone else's position and know what they should do. But it is hard to apply it to yourselves. And that's because money, like we talked about previously, is emotional. And it's associated with all of our relationships and all of our situations. And the sad reality is that most people work themselves into bad financial situations. Years ago, back when I was in Omaha, I met with a lady. And one of the things I did with clients and still do is we made a net worth statement. So we kind of unpacked, you know, here's all of our assets, here's all of our liabilities, and down the bottom we calculated her net worth. Now she, at the time, she was 28-year-old, single, professional, and she had a net worth somewhere around negative eighty dollars to $90,000. So if you think of net worth as like a building and flights up, right? So if you're if you have a negative net worth, you're essentially ground zero. You're at the ground level of a building. And each you know, maybe $1,000 your flight of stairs up. And the idea is you want to build, you know, skyscraper. You want to you know, have a lot of wealth. But she was 95 stairs underground. So you walk in the building and you go down and down and down and down and down. 
And as she left, you know, I reflected on it a couple of days later and I thought the reality was this lady, when she was 18, she had more wealth then than she does today. Because when she graduated high school, she probably didn't have any wealth. She probably was broke like most of us. And so she probably had a net worth of zero or close to it. But 10 years later, she's worse off financially than she is now after 10 years of working. Well, how did she do that? She did that one decision at a time. A stewardship mindset might have helped. So if we equate stewardship, again, a little antiquated word, to maybe something like management, it helps reframe things a little bit better. So a steward or a manager just can't do whatever they want with money. So for example, let's say you go down to the bank and you deposit $25,000 there. That's your emergency fund. You want to put it in the bank. And the intent is you are giving it to this bank to manage and to keep it safe for future use. And one day something happens in your life and you know, many years later, you need the money. So you walk down to the bank and you go into the bank and say to the teller, hey, I need $25,000. I deposited here a couple of years ago and I need it. And the teller says, oh, you know, sorry, there's, there's been a situation. I'm going to have my manager come talk to you. And so the manager comes out and says, oh, yeah, hi. Yeah, can, can you come into my office? Sit down. I'd like to talk to you about something. You're a little concerned, a little worried about what you might be told. And so the manager sits down and he starts telling you basically some reasons why your money is gone. Well, you know, school was starting and my kids needed some clothes. They outgrew last year's. I mean, who knew that kids grew? And so, you know, school time came and it was kind of emergency. Couldn't send them off to school with no clothes. So we need to get some new clothes. And, uh, you know, I work real hard here at the bank. And last, last year, my wife and I needed a vacation. And so... We went down to Hawaii and we didn't have the money. So we used some of yours. You know, our car broke down two weeks ago and I didn't really have any money. And Christmas snuck up on us again. You know, we were sitting there and all of a sudden we realized as we were eating Thanksgiving dinner, that Christmas is next month and we didn't have any money and the kids need some stuff. So we, we, we used some of your money to buy some Christmas. I hope you don't mind. We had a medical expense last fall that was really, really bad. And I got a great deal on a motorcycle. And so I've spent all your money. And I know, you know, it's yours, but, but, I, but I needed it. Now, if that situation, obviously that wouldn't happen with the bank, but if that did happen, what would your thoughts be? You'd be pretty upset. You'd be pretty mad, right? You'd be probably going to a lawyer after that. Because here's the thing. It's your money. You're the owner. You gave it to him to manage. So there's two different roles that we see in that relationship. You, the owner of the money, and him is the manager of it. Now, the reality is in our situation, our own personal lives, our own personal finances, we are both the owner and the manager of it. So it's hard to differentiate those two roles. But again, that goes back to the idea that from an side perspective, if I bring you somebody else as a, you know, and, and show you their financial lives, you probably could tell them how to do things better. When you add an element of stewardship or management to us, it 
adds a different level and different mental dynamic to the situation. It helps you restrain yourself in some cases. It, re it helps you pursue some things in other cases. It adds a deeper, more meaningful purpose to your money. You can't just do whatever you want to do. You have to manage it for a bigger goal or for a bigger purpose. Now, I don't know what your cause or your purpose of management or stewardship might be. It could be for faith reasons. It could be for your family. It could be for your future. It could be for your legacy. It could be for a cause or endeavor. But it has to be something external to you. You have to view that you are managing this wealth for an external owner or an external purpose. So for me personally, a couple of things are my relation with God. I believe that God has created everything. Everything that I have came from God. He has given it to me. Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh from above. Right? So he's given me everything and my goal is to manage it well for him. Part of my management or stewardship purposes for my wife. There's going to be a day more than likely that I will leave this earth before her statistically and just based upon our healths and our habits. <laughs> I want her to be okay. I don't want her to have any financial stress if and when that day comes. I want to manage it well for my kids and for my grandkids so that they can have some things in their lives and achieve some things in their lives. My belief is if I can give them the character the moral and ethics to live their life well and give them wealth that will enhance them, they can stand on my shoulders and achieve great things. It's the David Solomon, right? David did all the work. Solomon reaped all the rewards. And frankly, we have a lot of ministry endeavor goals that we want to do things with. Personally, that's our own personal things. And so those really four things, God, my wife, my kids, my future grandkids, and the ministries that we want to help, that adds a new dynamic to money. So I'm not just managing money for myself. It's something that's external to me. It helps me want to do better with my money. My guess is that you too are partially, and me as well, and all of us really, are partially blind to doing as well as we could when it comes to our financial decisions, to building wealth, to our retirement planning, to whatever we're trying to achieve. And an outside perspective or an external purpose away from you personally might provide you some motivation. So stewardship, it might bring some intentionality to your money. Stewardship might bring some discipline to your money. Stewardship might bring a higher level of diligence to your money. Stewardship could also bring some contentment. And I know for sure that it'll help you foster in the wealth building process. But here's the thing, we need to be conscious of it. So in the future, we're going to talk about life planning. It's something that we, we do from a financial planning perspective. But until then, here's a micro action that you might do this week to help you. Take some time to reflect on some external entities or entity, could be singular or plural, could be a being, could be a faith perspective, could be a person, it could be a cause that you feel that you could apply to have a 
stewardship or money management mindset. So take some time to reflect on it this week. Maybe write it out. There's something just great about writing it and seeing it about what are some external entities or causes that what you could apply a stewardship or money mindset to. Hope this is helpful for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. You can email me with any kind of feedback or questions you might have at Mike at the True Health Show. And until next time, I hope you have a great day. Thanks again for taking the time to watch or listen this week's episode of the True Wealth Financial Show. I encourage you to like, share, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Additionally, you can go to www.truewealth.show for more information and resources. One final note as we wrap up today's show. I hope the information that you were provided was helpful and valuable, but I want to remind you that it's really for educational purposes only. Prior to making any decisions or taking any actions, I would strongly encourage you to talk to your legal, tax, estate, or financial advisor who's familiar with the circumstances of your situation. Until next time, I hope you have a great day. The views and opinions expressed on this show are for general information and educational purposes. Mike Potter is an investment advisor representative of True Wealth Financial Group, a Florida registered investment advisor. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your financial situation before making decisions. Nothing in this show constitutes a sale or solicitation of a specific securities. Any mentioned rates of return are historical or hypothetical in nature and are used for illustrative purposes and are not a guarantee of future returns. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.